Hey there, business warriors. Today is Free Ride Friday, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to hear who won this week's free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. Every Friday, we give away a free lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. We do a weekly random draw with everybody who's left us an iTunes rating and review. It's our way to say thank you for your support. So if you want to win a free ride, just leave us an iTunes rating and review and you could win a free ride. That's lifetime access to over 180 training videos, workbooks, interviews with experts, ask questions anytime, a great community forum and Facebook group, and a whole lot more. If you're on your iPhone, you could just click on the cover art and you'll see a link that says, give us a rating and review. It takes two minutes. Click on that link and the rest is a piece of cake. If you're on your browser, you can just go to 100mba.net slash show and you'll see all the instructions right there. All right, guys, let's jump into today's episode. If you're looking for a podcast that can help you and your business right now with concise lessons and strategies, then you're in the right place because here, this is what we do every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, I discuss a topic that we get asked a lot And it's a question, and the question is, should you go to business school? Many people that come across our podcast, our training course, our website, our blog, whatever it is, they ask the question, so wait a minute, are you saying that I shouldn't go to business school, that business school is a bad thing? Is that why you built the $100 MBA? Well, we get into that in today's lesson. I also give you my personal opinion and experience when it comes to why you should go to business school or why you shouldn't. We got a lot to cover, so let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easy to use invoicing solution designed for small business owners just like you. FreshBooks makes it ridiculously easy to create and send invoices, organize your expenses, and track your time. Now there's no excuse to try FreshBooks. You could start for free for 30 days. Just go to freshbooks.com slash MBA. Again, try FreshBooks for free for 30 days at freshbooks.com slash MBA. Before I jump into today's lesson on should you go to business school, let me preface this lesson with the context, with my experience. First of all, I'm a trained educator. I went to school to become a teacher. I taught at the high school level. I taught at the university level. And I did that for over a decade. In that time, I got my bachelor's, I got my master's in education, I have multiple certifications in training and assessment. When you're a teacher, you constantly have to be trained up. So I do believe in education. I do believe that it's a good thing to learn, to improve your skills, to take your game to the next level. The second thing is that you know I had a lot of experience on the side, building businesses on the side while I was an educator. The third thing is I went to business school for a semester at Wharton Business School, which is one of the top business schools in the country. Wharton and Harvard Business School are always competing for the top spot. But I dropped out and started the $100 MBA, and I have reasons behind that. Now, I'm not the kind of person that gives a blanket response to this topic, meaning I don't say you should never go to business school under any circumstance, and I don't say you should always go to business school, no matter what the situation is. Luckily for you, today's lesson is a little bit more sophisticated than that. I'm going to give you examples and scenarios 
where business school makes sense and where it doesn't. First of all, let's talk about where did business schools come from? I mean, when was the first business school founded and why was it founded anyway? I did a little research on this topic and it wasn't until 1880 where the first business school was established and it was Wharton actually. But get this, the first MBA wasn't offered until 1908, so almost 30 years later. Although it may seem shocking, it took quite some time for the education system to adjust to what the market actually needed. See, the thing that a lot of people don't know about education, that I know because I was in that world for a very long time, things move very slowly. In order for something to change in education, it takes several, several years. There's so many stakeholders and moving parts, it's just so hard to change things on a whim. And therefore, it's very hard for them to be on the cutting edge. They're always a bit behind, and recently, a lot behind. So, why were business schools created? What did they teach? Who did they teach it to? And who taught the material? So, of course, business schools taught management, meaning how to coordinate, how to plan, how to increase efficiency. Ultimately, the challenge of business school at the time was to train people how to become managers of a large organization. Initially, practicing managers produced the ideas that were taught in business schools. People like Chester Bernard are really known for this, as well as Frederick Taylor. Both these guys are famous for the studies they've done on increased efficiency of labor. Remember, this is the birth of industrial revolution at this time, and they used to use something simple as a stopwatch to optimize efficiency. As management became more established in these schools, Gradually, ideas like economics and sociology started to supplement these courses. This became part of business schools, particularly because of Carnegie and Ford, because they both criticized business schools for their lack of academic rigor. So we've gone down memory lane, we've gone down and learned a little bit of history. But what does this have to do with entrepreneurship? And this is the point. Entrepreneurship wasn't and still really isn't the topic of business schools. They weren't created to create entrepreneurs. They were created to create great middle managers to take over departments in the industry. And in fact, entrepreneurship didn't really exist in business schools until the 1990s and only recently has become a mainstream topic. So not surprisingly, the emergence of entrepreneurship in business schools has caused a huge dilemma. Who will teach these courses? It's a bit of an oxymoron. Who's going to teach entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurs? Well, if they're entrepreneurs, why would they be teaching? And if they were to teach, they'd probably teach on their own terms, like I'm doing right now on a podcast. I mean, what kind of entrepreneur would teach at an institution that he or she doesn't own? All right, let's bring it back now. So now that I've given you some information to point out that business schools are really not designed for you to learn entrepreneurship. They're great for learning how to be a great manager. So I think business school is a great place to learn and to get credibility for a great position in middle management. If you're looking to have a great job in a great corporation and work up the corporate ladder, then getting an MBA is a great option. Now, it is quite expensive to get an MBA, especially if you're at a top school. But for some people, especially if they're in the financial district, that investment can pay off over time. But if you're looking to become an entrepreneur, and I'm thinking that if you're listening to the show, this is something that you might be interested in then there are other alternatives than you spending over $100,000 on business school. Remember, the reason why people go to business school is so they have a certificate so they can prove to the employer that they're qualified. But if you don't have an employer, if you are self-employed, then you don't need to prove anything to yourself. 
But you may want to have the information. Obviously, you want to learn how to be a great manager, how to be a great leader, want to learn about sales, finance, economics. These are things that you want to know to be a good entrepreneur, right? So what are some alternative spaces you can learn these things? So obviously, I'm an advocate of this. I'm somebody who is trying to create an alternative with the $100 MBA training and community, with this podcast, but I'm not alone. There are great authors and great entrepreneurs like Seth Godin and Richard Branson who are pushing for alternatives to business school. Both Seth and Richard have piloted a program with a small group to see if people can learn more efficiently in their program about entrepreneurship. And they've been quite successful. But you don't have to be part of Seth's program or Richard Branson's program to be good at business. One of the best pieces of advice I received in my career is from a professor of mine back at Wharton. And he says that business schools don't have a monopoly on business education. They don't. They didn't make up this information. They don't own this information. You can get this information in other places. And in fact, you can get better information, more timely information, more up-to-date information through books, through programs, through online mentorships. And I'm going to give you some great strategies if you want to learn the fundamentals of business so you can be armed and equipped to be ready for your entrepreneurial journey. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Edible Arrangements. As a $100 MBA listener, you're results-driven, you're ambitious, you've established yourself professionally, and now you're looking for more. Take the next steps in your entrepreneurial journey with Edible Arrangements. The brand that revolutionized gifting with handcrafted fruit arrangements and gourmet chocolate-covered fruit now also offers delicious everyday treats like smoothies, fruit salads, and parfaits. And as an Edible Arrangements franchisee, you get access to an established brand with 16 years of growth, over 80% brand recognition, and 1,200 locations worldwide. You'll benefit from the know-how, support, and millions of visitors to the Edible Arrangements e-commerce platform. Discover why Entrepreneur Magazine named Edible Arrangements a top franchise among with their best of the best for 2015. Start your journey to sweet success as an Edible Arrangements franchise owner. Call 1-888-727-4258 or go to edible.com. Again, that's 1-888-727-4258 or edible.com. All right, so where can you learn business without going to business school? Here's my action plan to you. Number one, Nicole and I have worked very, very hard on trying to create that library of work for you. This is episode 384 of the $100 MBA show. Every single lesson that we've produced on the show is aimed to give you exactly that, give you the tools, the skills, the strategies to be great at business without going to business school. And in fact, people that have gone to business school who listen to the show have told me they've learned more from the show than what they learned in their MBA program. So number one, take advantage of all the free episodes that you could download here on the show. So make sure you hit subscribe, go back to our archives on iTunes or Stitcher, download all the episodes that you find that are most relevant to you, or download them all because they're all very helpful. Number two, more free, valuable information. Go to 100mba.net. And we got a whole plethora of stuff that you can consume that can really, really help you out. We have a full video course called The Five Steps of Idea Validation in the Real World. This is a course to help you make sure you nail your business idea. And it's absolutely free. It's highly produced. And it's actually one of the courses inside the $100 MBA that we offer for free. We also have a page that you can download some really great guides. And that's at 100mba.net slash guides. And currently, we have five amazing guides you can download. These are small little ebooks that could really help you in different areas like creating your business plan, like creating your business website, like creating an online course. There's some really, really great stuff in there. 
If you subscribe to one of them, you'll get all five of them in an email to you automatically. We also have some really amazing blog posts that we write every single week on our blog. The articles alone that are on the 100 Ombre can really, really help you out. Now, I'm not an expert at everything, so there are things that we recommend to you. And one of the things I highly recommend is you get into a reading habit. I talked about our 30 minutes a day in the morning that we've implemented, Nicole and I, in our business and in our life, is spending 30 minutes every morning reading while we're eating breakfast. And on the 100 MBA show, every other week we have a must-read episode where I recommend a great business book that can really help you as an entrepreneur. When I left Warren, my professor gave me a list of 40 business books I should read, and a lot of those books are on our must-read list. I also compiled that list of 40 books in two blog posts, and we'll put it into today's show notes. It's one of our most popular posts on the site. And lastly, and most important, you got to roll up your sleeves and start building. The best way to learn is through experience, is through trying things out. Because you can learn a lot of things about business that are important, the fundamentals, and they're important. But at the end of the day, you got to carve out and find out what kind of entrepreneur you're going to be. Because your path is going to be different from mine and from other people as well. So while you're learning, make sure you're building something so you can implement the stuff you're learning right away so it sinks in. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. But today's episode is not over because it's free ride Friday. And I got to give away a free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Cody W. West. Cody West says short, clear and golden five stars. I don't know a better way to start my morning. Omar's words are a catalyst for creativity in my business. If you're looking for an easy way to sharpen your business mind, this is it. Thank you so much, Cody, for that awesome review. And welcome to the 100 MBA training and community. Your mission is to email us at contact at 100mba.net so we can hook you up with the lifetime membership, the free ride to the 100 MBA training and community. Guys, we do this every single week. If you want to enter our weekly random draw, just drop us an iTunes rating and review. It takes two minutes. It helps support the show. It helps let people know what you think of the show so you can encourage more listeners to listen to the show. And it can win you a free ride to the 100 MBA training and community. Thank you so much, guys, for those who left reviews, who've subscribed, who listen to the show on a regular basis. We really appreciate you guys. All right, I want to leave you with this. If you're listening to this episode and you are currently enrolled in business school, then I'm not asking you to drop out immediately, especially if you're looking to work for a corporation as a manager after you graduate. You know what you want. You know what's best for you. So if that's something that you want to do, if you want to work at a place for a bit, if you want to learn the ropes, if you want to be sort of an apprentice of how to run a great business before you start building your own business, that's not a bad option. I actually think that's a good option, especially if that's something that you want to just try out. It might be something that you're interested in doing. It may fulfill you. It may be the thing for you. It might be your calling. And you may do it for five, six, ten years and realize, okay, that was good. That was a great experience. Now I want to start something for myself. That's completely okay and completely fine. You carve out your own path. Personally, I dropped out of business school because that was my path. At the time, I was in my early 30s. I didn't have much time. I was trying to make up for lost time. And I decided to invest the money that I had for business school towards building my own business. That's the choice I made. I encourage you to find out what's best for you and do that. All right, guys. I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode, Q&A Weekends. I'll see you then. Take care.